Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, I am going to talk about the Astros and Mariner series, which did not go well. The Astros were at home. I guess they just don't play very well. But I just wanted to share this with you before I get started. I went to the game today on Sunday. And right now, as I'm recording, it's 1037. It was a long day. We took off early. The game was at 12 today. I didn't get to see it on Peacock. I don't know how they did. I know people are kind of frustrated that there's so many different channels you have to download or apps, whatever. But but anyway, the last time I went to Houston, we actually went to Sugarland and we saw a couple of Space Cowboys games. And they had the gold collection hats. And they were on sale for $25. They were half off. And I almost pulled the trigger, but I kind of just really didn't want it. So flash forward to today, we went. I wasn't even going to go in the pro shop. Wasn't even going to go in there. But my wife and her friend ended up going in there. So we went in there. And I saw that the jerseys were half off, but they're still like $150. And then I go to the back, and they have the hats. And it said gold collection hats, $10. And they had a lot of big sizes. And luckily for me, I have a big head. So it worked out. I got a nice gold collection Astros 2022 World Series champion hat for $10. You got to love it. almost bought two. Probably should have. All right, so let's start with game one on Friday. J.P. France pitched awesome. Here's the scoring. Top of the third, Julio Rodriguez, a solo homer. One to zero. And top of the sixth, Mike Ford had a solo homer. That made it two to zero. And that was the final score. The Astros did not score. If you take a look at J.P. France's line, six innings, seven hits, only two runs allowed. One walk and seven strikeouts. He gave up two solo home runs. This is like a JV day, except it's JP. The Astros had four hits in game one on Friday. Scored zero runs. Altuve went one for four. Jordan one for three. And Yiner Diaz two for four. So three guys in the starting lineup got the hits. The other six did not. Six starters in the lineup got blanked. They were one for three with runners in scoring position, and they left four guys on base. Graveman and Urquidy combined for three innings. Or Graveman went one inning, Urquidy went two. They did combine for three, but I ended up splitting this up. Urquidy gave up two hits and had three strikeouts, but they didn't give up any runs. The only runs were two solo home runs. You know, when the Ast- this is a game the Astros could have won, but they just couldn't score. For some reason, Kyle Tucker's sick, and we'll get, get to that later. But Kyle Tucker's sick, and he's out. They take him out of the lineup. They post the lineup on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. And then they correct it. They said he's out. He's sick. 
And then Greg Kessinger got sent back to AAA and something about health and safety protocol. So everybody's wondering, what's wrong with Tucker? Is he going to come back? And if you watch today's game, you know the answer to that. All right, let's go to Saturday's game. Framer Valdez, our ace, right? Let's go over the score. Okay, let's start with this. Framber, the first two guys got hits. Julio Rodriguez got a hit. Suarez knocked him in. One to zero. Not a good start, but that's okay. He's Framber. Top of the second, they had an RBI triple. Two to zero. It's okay. It's Framber. In the top of the third, Teoscar Hernandez doubles. And this is with two outs. Mauricio Dubon was playing left field. Overran it. A lot of Astro fans were upset. Three to zero. And then you can see Framber getting irritated. He's frustrated. He loses his cool. Rally gets an RBI single. It's four to zero. It's still not over, though. We go to the third inning. Alex Bregman hits home run number 20. That makes it four to one. Bottom of the fourth, Yiner Diaz hit a 17th home run. And when I wrote that down, I kind of thought it might have been a typo. 17 home runs? There's no way. I still don't believe it. So that makes it four to two. Framber's on the mound. He's already given up a couple runs, but he's Framber. But he just couldn't hold it together. Moore had a home run, a two-run shot. That made it six to two. Teoscar doubled. He hit it between Jake and Chaz. Jake could have had it maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Two-run scores, eight to two. Moore had a home run. In the ninth inning, nine to two. Haggerty had a home run, 10 to two. This game was over. Dubon, who missed up earlier, had a solo home run in the bottom of the ninth, his sixth home run of the year. They made it 10 to three, but it was too little too late. Framber went five innings. He allowed 10 hits. They scored six runs. He walked two guys and had five strikeouts. He did give up a couple of home runs. He takes the loss, 9-9, nine and nine, 355 ERA. He was frustrated. After, after one of those plays that he was frustrated, he hit Caballos or Caballero. And the dugouts emptied, the bullpens emptied, and I just think it's silly. Julio Rodriguez held him back. Nobody was swinging. There was nothing going on. It just looked silly when they all run out because they're not going to do anything. But he was frustrated. He's got to keep his cool. This is the same guy that like two starts ago had a no-hitter. But the two starts after that weren't good. Stanek and Montero did not allow any runs. Hector Neris allowed two. Parker Mashinsky. Gave up two home runs. And we'll talk about Mushinsky a little later. The Astros had 11 hits in game two. 11. And they only scored three runs. Altuve went three for five. He got his 2,000th hit. I think he got 2,000 and 2,001. I think he got 1999, 2,000 and 2,001. Three for five. Great job. Alex Bregman went for three. He drove in one of the runs. Diaz went two for four. He drove in two runs. And Dubon, he made a bad play in the outfield, but he went three for four. It's not bad. Not bad at all. All right, let's go to today's game. Hunter Brown, on the mound. I wake up five in the morning. 
We always allow some time to go to Bucky's. I feel like I left something off that other page, but I really didn't. That's it. Hunter Brown's on the mound, and I'm I'm pretty much like guaranteeing there's no way we're gonna lose. I guarantee you we're gonna win. And Hunter Brown looked bad. 33 pitches in the first inning. Seattle scored on a wild pitch, made it one to zero. They had an RBI double two to zero. 33 pitches for Hunter Brown. Top of the second, Suarez at a two-run homer. It's four to zero. Four to zero. We go to the top of the third. O'Keefe had a RBI double. He drove in two, six to zero. Hunter Brown's done. Hunter Brown is done. Hunter Brown can't even get out of the third inning. But we go to the bottom of the third. Okay, let me just set the stage here. I got to set the stage here. Because I don't want this to be all doom and gloom here. We're down six to zero. We lost the first two games. If you're watching the game, like I was, you're probably not feeling good at this time. You're probably frustrated. But here comes the Astros. Bottom of the third, Jordan, a two-run single, brought in JP3 and Altuve. JP3 had a good game. Seemed like he was always on base. They made it 6-2. to Yiner Diaz had a double, brought in Jordan. It was 6-3, to three, and then Dubon had a double. He brought in Jordan and Yiner. That made it 6-5. The Astros clawed back. It was 6-5 to five after being down 6-0. to zero. Top of the fifth, who does Dusty Baker bring in? This has to frustrate you. He pitched yesterday, gave up two runs. You were down six to zero, Dusty. You were down six to zero. Your team claws back in this game. They claw back. They fight. They get back in this game. It's six to five. And who do you put out there? Parker Mashinsky, who pitched horribly. Gave up an RBI single that made it seven to five, and that was all the Mariners would need. Bottom of the six, Bregman had a triple, brought in a run. That made it seven to six, and that was the final. We couldn't score again. If you look at the lineup, Nick Turner posted this question to me on Facebook. Why is John Singleton batting sixth? He's hitting 113. You got Dubon, Jolks, and Pena, all three doing better, hitting 789. The only thing I can think of when I look at it is the guys ahead of him are guys that can get on base, and he supposedly has power. A ton of home runs in the minor leagues. He hit two home runs in one game. He had two home runs. And five RBIs in one game. You know what he has now? Two home runs and seven RBIs for the entire season with the Astros and the Milwaukee Brewers. Why is he hitting sixth? Why is he even playing? Is there somebody that can play for him? <sighs> Pretty frustrating. Nick, good question. That's my answer. Because he has power, people will be on for him. Other than that, he should be batting ninth. I don't know who would start for him. I don't want to say that he shouldn't be starting. Who's going to start? I don't know. Greg Kessinger, they sent him down already. 
Abreu's hurt. Diaz was catching. I mean, th- that's it. He had to be in the game, but that's what I'm thinking. He just has power, and they put him in there just in case he got lucky and hit a home, another home run. So why is John Singleton hitting sixth, and why was Mashinsky pitching? That was bad. That was very, very bad. Because I felt like at the game that this game shouldn't be over. Why is Mashinsky in there? He didn't do anything, and Stanek came in and pitched awesome. Stanek pitched an inning and a third, three hits and a run. He did no, I mean, okay, he gave up a run, but he still did good. He got Mashinsky out of that, out of that mess. So anyway, Altuve, three for five. Yiner Diaz, two for four. Dubon, three for four with an RBI. Hunter Brown, two and two-thirds innings, eight hits, six runs. This guy came in, in the bull, out of the bullpen and threw two beautiful innings. Mashinsky, a third of an inning, gave up a run. Graven, Montero, Abreu, and Presley, four and two-thirds innings combined, no runs. Montero is coming around, folks. Montero's coming around. There's some good news, but there's bad news. And we'll get to that in a little while. But first, we have to do our players of the series. It's just me, so it's only my players of the series. So first of all, I'm going to go with pitcher, and I think it was quite easy, J.P. France. Six innings, two runs. He would have won... The Astros would have won the game. That was a winning performance. All we needed to score was three runs. The Astros can't score three runs? Come on. Now, this may be my position player in my rows. This, you could put him either way. You could put him either way. But let me start with this. My position player is Jose Altuve. He went into this series at home in front of the home crowd knowing that he was a couple hits away from 2,000. And he got it. And he got seven hits. He got seven hits in the series. He had hit number 2,000. So he's my position player of the series. The guy I wanted to give it to I gave him the rose. And it's Jainer Diaz. Two for four, two for four, two for four. The guy went six for 12 with three RBIs. So he had more RBIs than Altuve. But Altuve had more hits and more pressure on him. Altuve's trying to get that 2,000 in front of his fans. And he got it. I think he got it in the first game. So he got he got it taken care of. But seven hits. Good job, Altuve. Good job, Yiner. Good job, J.P. France. You all got awards, and you all you all did great. I don't blame either one of y'all for any kind of loss. So let's look at the standings. The standings is getting crazy. Texas, 72 and 52. They're four and six in their last 10, and they've lost four games in a row. When, th- when Texas wins seven games in a row, we'll win all our games. When they lose four in a row, we'll lose all our game. I don't know why, but we just can't gain ground on them. It's frustrating. So we're 70 and 55, two and a half games back. We're only two and a half games back. And it sort of feels like our team is bad. But I think 
I'll tell you this. This is what it is. Don't be too down on your team. Seattle is hot right now. Seattle's a really good team, and they're hot. There you go. That's it. And there was no Tucker. But Tucker played today. I forgot to tell you that. He didn't start, but he came in and pinch hit. I think he grounded out or something. Or he lined out to left field, I think. So Seattle 69 and 55. They're three games behind. So let me repeat that. The Astros are two and a half games behind. Seattle's three games behind. However, they are seven and three in their last 10, and they have won six in a row. So I mentioned this on the last podcast. Like, don't feel bad about the Astros struggling. All it takes is a win streak. So if they didn't have this win streak, they wouldn't be up there. They have a six-game win streak, while the Astros have a three-game losing streak, and Texas has a four-game losing streak. And that's how you do it. You have to win when the people ahead of you are losing, and the Astros just aren't doing that. So this is going to be even worse, folks. Let me tell you this. If you want to start worrying, this is a good reason to worry. The division leaders, Baltimore. This is your seeding for the playoffs, too, by the way. Baltimore, Texas, Minnesota. Those are your division leaders. If the season ended today, they would be your top three guys. Tampa Bay is the fourth team. And they are five games ahead of the Astros, who are the number five team. The Astros are half a game ahead of Seattle for the fifth wild card spot, or the fifth spot, whatever you want to call it, second wild card spot, fifth seed, if you want to call it a seed. And Seattle's the sixth seed. So we're a half game away from being the sixth seed. But hold on, it gets worse. Toronto is a half game behind Seattle. They're one game behind us. They could win. Let's say on Monday, the Astros lose to Boston. Both of those teams win. We are not in the playoffs anymore. I know there's still more season to go, but officially, if the season stopped Monday, we wouldn't be in it. That's how close we are to being out of it. But if you look at it, we're only two and a half games out of first place in our division. So it's not that bad. But we are flirting. So I'm not worried, folks. Let me let me go back and tell you. I'm not worried. But we got to start winning. Because we are flirting. We're not out of it, but we're flirting with it. We are flirting with disaster. Flirting with it. But like I said, we'll get a win streak going. Brantley will come back. As much as you guys may despise Abreu, look what the other option is. John Singleton, no good. It's got to be somebody in AAA that could be better. But it doesn't translate sometimes. No matter how good someone is in AAA, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that they're going to go to Major League Baseball and get hits. It just It just doesn't happen. Someone said he was 4A, quadruple A. He's too good to be in AAA, but not good enough to be in Major League Baseball. So the Astros are half a game ahead of the sixth place team, Seattle. 
Toronto's half game out. So we are flirting with not even being in the playoffs. And that's not overall, but it's just right now. So like I mentioned, the Astros start a series with Boston tomorrow, and Boston has been hot. Boston has been one of the hottest teams after the All-Star break. I don't have the stats to prove that. I just heard it. So anyway, game one, Christian Javier on Monday against Paxton, who's 7-3 and three with a 3.34 ERA. Tuesday, Justin Verlander against Hauk. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Never heard of him. Three and six with a 505 ERA. And then Wednesday, Jose Urquidy. So they're rotating these younger guys out of the six-man, five-man rotation, whatever, to get them rest. They're saving their arms. It's Urquidy taking on Chris Sale, five and three with a 4.5 ERA. So this could be a tough series, folks. This could be tough. I like to come on here and be be confident and predict series wins and predict sweeps and all that, but I do not feel that confident. The way the Astros are playing, the way Boston is playing, I don't feel confident. But the Astros have a history of doing this. They can play like garbage against one team for one series and then you just kind of reset, kind of like when the calendar flips over. You can have a bad month, the calendar flips over, and all of a sudden, you feel like you have another chance. You feel renewed. It's different. So maybe, maybe it'll be different. I'm, I'm actually thinking that Michael Brantley will be back tomorrow. And also, which some of you, it's already 10, 11 o'clock, so some of you, that would be today. I really think Brantley's really, 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 really close to coming back. Kyle Tucker pinch hit tonight, so he should be back. I really think the, the Astros' offense struggles without Kyle Tucker. I think he's the best player on the team. But you want to know who didn't struggle? Yiner Diaz. Now, I'm Mr. Maldi supporter, but Yiner Diaz is a stud. Two for four, two for four, two for four. Just imagine Michael Brantley, Einer Diaz, Kyle Tucker, all these guys in the same lineup. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. But I really, really think that uh, I saved something on my phone, but I didn't even look it up. Let me see. Hold on a second, there, folks. I I saved a couple of tidbits. Yeah. So someone announced. Did I say this last time? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, Stephen F. Austin has never lost the Duke. This guy's on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And he said, Jim Crane announces that either Dusty Baker or Martin Maldonado will return in 2024 in a one-year contract, but not both. Which one do you prefer? And the majority of people picked Dusty Baker, 69 to 31. But I would rather have Maldi because I don't know I never talk bad about Dusty, but these decisions are pretty bad. They're pretty bad. And so I made a poll. Oh, anyway, it was 69 to 31, Dusty Baker. Most people wanted Dusty Baker back. And it was 1,061 votes. Very popular. I made a poll for this 
episode that I just remembered now. Because, you know, Maldi gets a lot of hate. Yuli used to get a lot of hate last year. This year, it's Maldi. So what upsets you most? Think about this while you're listening, if you're still with us. What upsets you most about Maldi getting the majority of starts at catcher for the Astros? Yiner's better. I think that's what a lot of people have gripes with. Astros are in second place. That's option two. Spoke about it with the Dome Foamer. Would this be an issue if the Astros were 12 games up or 10 games up like we're used to? If we were cruising in first place, would this bother anybody? I don't know. And then the fourth op, third option was I'm not mad. So first place was Yiner is better. So most people are upset because Yiner is better. And they're mad that he's starting because Yiner's better. And I, I I understand that. And the third the second place was I'm not mad. And that's me. That's my category. I'm not mad. I'm in that 41%. And then Astros in second place, that is 14%. I I really honestly, folks, I really think that has a lot to do with it. I just don't think people realize. But I'm not mad. I'm the 41, so I can't really speak for anybody else. But anyway, speaking of speaking, that's all I have for today. I almost said the game, but today, that's all I have for today. I do appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.